streaming live soon. Rosa de queima impureza do meu Well, praise the Lord. This is the day that the Lord has made, and we choose to be joyful and glad in it. How many, how many people want to be happy? I'll raise my hand. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and guess what? God wants us to be happy. Happiness is one of the benefits of fearing God. Hallelujah. Turn with me, first of all, to Proverbs chapter 28, verse 14. Proverbs chapter 28, verse 14. And then we're going to look at Matthew 5. We're going to look at the Beatitudes where it says that you are blessed. It also can be translated happy are you, blessed are you, happy are you. So we're going to look at that in detail today. And we want to first start them off with um, Proverbs 28, verse 14. Happy is the man who always is always reverent. What does that mean? In other words, reverent means showing deep honor and respect. Now, you remember what the definition of fear God is? To show honor and respect unto God. So, we can read it this way. Happy is the man who is always fearing God. Hallelujah. Isn't that what God wants us to do? When we do that and walk in his ways, then he can always make us happy. We need to walk in his way, not in our way, but walking according to what he desires for our life, and then that happiness of God can come upon our life. So that's what we're looking at in, in Matthew chapter 5. We're looking at the Beatitudes, for that's what we call them, I call it the, uh, the preamble to the constitution of the kingdom of God because I believe 5, 6, and 7 is the constitution of the kingdom of God, how we should walk and operate and function in God's kingdom. And here in the very first part, it says that we are to be blessed. We are blessed if we do what God wants us to do. That word, I say it again, to be blessed is to, God wants us to be happy. It's an expression of happiness. I, I, I say again, do you want to be happy? Well, let's see how we can do that. God gives us ways to be happy. First of all, in Matthew chapter 3, it says, I'm going to read it this way. Instead of saying blessed, I'm going to say happy. Happy are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Happy are the poor in spirit. What does it mean to be poor in spirit? It means to be humble, totally dependent upon God for everything. Yes, humbling ourselves before God and depending upon everything that we need in life. It can read this way. 
Happy are those who are surrendered completely to God and trust only in Him. Happy are those who are totally surrendered, are completely surrendered to God and trust only in Him. Nobody else, nothing else, trusting in God, you surrender totally to Him and you'll be happy. Because that's what he wants. He says that since you'll be happy and poor in spirit, that you'll have the kingdom of heaven. That's yours. <laughs> that's what you, you have all the resources of heaven for you now and in the life to come. Hallelujah. Well, praise the Lord. That's a lot right there. But we have so much more. Let's go on now to verse 4. Happy are those who mourn, for they shall be comforted. Mourn? Who wants to, that? What, how can that be happy? Happiness comes to you when you wait upon the Lord. Happiness is when you come and wait upon the Lord. In other words, you are groaning on the inside for him, crying out to him. And when you wait upon him, you'll be happy, for you will find exactly what you have longed for. Happy are those who mourn, or those who are yearning or crying out to him, for they shall be comforted. They shall begin to receive what you are longing for. You're comforted in that. See, God wants you to be happy. And part of being happy is mourning, crying out to him, waiting on him, and that happiness will come because you will be receiving, you'll be comforted, and because you will be oh, receiving what you long for. That's comfort to me when I get my prayer answered. Hallelujah. So, praise God. Hallelujah. So, to be happy, be poor in spirit, be happy to... The mourn. What about what's next? Blessed are the or happy are the meek, for they shall inherit the earth. They shall inherit the earth. Oh gosh. What in the world? Happy are the meek. Who are the meek? Those who are gentle and flexible. <laughs> those are the meek. In other words, you have a gentle spirit within you and you are flexible to be able to conform to what God wants for your life. You're not so tied up into, well, this is the way it's always got to be. This is what I want and this is where it's going to happen. No. You are gentle and you are flexible in your innermost being is that whatever God wants, that's what you want. So, to be meek is to be gentle and flexible. Then you shall inherit the earth. When you claim nothing for yourself, when you claim nothing for yourself, then everything is given to you. In other words, everything that I have is of God for his use. 
I'm, I'm not claiming things for myself. I'm claiming for God to make me happy, to pour out his blessings upon me that I may be a blessing unto others. When I do that, then everything will be given to me that I need to live here on this earth. That's what it says. I will inherit the earth. I need what I need to and live here on this earth. Hallelujah. God, well, God wants us happy. So to be happy, I'm going to be a poor in spirit. I'm going to mourn. And I'm, I'm going to also uh, be meek. Hallelujah. What else is there? Well, let's go on to the next verse. Happy are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they shall be filled. Hunger and thirst for righteousness. What does that mean? Well, let's turn over to John. John chapter 7. John chapter 7. Verses 37 through 39. John 7. 37 through 39. On the, on the last days, that great day of the feast, Jesus stood and cried out, saying, If anyone thirsts, let him come to me and drink. In other words, I'm going to hunger and thirst for Jesus. I'm going to hunger and thirst for you. I think that's what's needed in this world today. I think that's what's needed in the church today. That's what's needed in every single believer in Christ Jesus is to have a hunger and thirst for Jesus. Then he says, he who believes in me, as the scripture has said, out of his heart will flow rivers of living water. For this he spoke concerning the spirit whom those believing in him would receive. For the Holy Spirit was not yet given because Jesus was not yet glorified. So, the hunger and thirst, you will be filled with the Holy Spirit. Filled with the Holy Spirit. He will fill you with the Holy Spirit. And when that comes, when he comes in, that, that, that just brings you everlasting happiness in your life because you get so happy that you're full of God. <laughs> I don't know about you, but that'll make me happy. So I need the hunger and thirst for Jesus. Hunger and thirst for Jesus. When I do that, then he will fill me with his spirit, which will bring that everlasting happiness because I am wrapped up, soaked up, <laughs> full of him. Hallelujah. Glory be so. Let's see now. Uh, to be happy, we need to be poor in spirit. We need to be poor in spirit. We need to uh, be uh, meek. In other words, we want uh, what God wants in our lives. And we need to hunger and thirst for Jesus. When we do that, hunger and thirst for righteousness. That's the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. Right standing with our Father is is Jesus in us. We are right standing with our Father. Then we shall be filled. 
filled to overflowing, hallelujah. Glory be to God. Well, that's enough like that to make me happy. Glory be to God. Happiness, yeah. Oh, being happy before God, yeah. That means uh, I'm going to be, I'm going to honor Him. I'm going to uh, humble myself and depend on Him. I'm going to wait upon Him for He's going to give me what I need in my life. And I'm going to be gentle and flexible. He's going to be able to uh, be able to supply what I need because I'm not going to claim anything for myself. Then I'm going to hunger and thirst for Jesus. When I have that, boy, I just get overwhelmed with happiness and joy in my life because I'm so full of him. Boy, that's enough right there to overwhelm me. But Jesus said there's more. There is more. Next verse, verse 7. Blessed are the merciful, for they shall obtain mercy. Blessed are the merciful. Uh, I found that, that that word merciful comes from the Hebrew root word of womb. Womb? What's a womb? Oh, yeah, a womb. That's where... In, in, it's innermost and within a woman to give birth, to give birth to a child. So what God is saying is, happy are those who are merciful, in other words, from their innermost being, from that, not just up here in the head, but from your innermost being, mercy will flow out of you. You'll give birth to the mercy You'll show mercy to others, merciful to forgive others, merciful to be able to deal with other people and be able to minister to them regardless of what they've done to you. That's what you want. Walking in God's mercy. That's it. Because God has mercy on us. And we need to walk in his mercy towards other people. Turn with me to Luke chapter 6. Luke chapter 6. We're going to have a familiar verse come up there, but it's in the context of showing mercy. Luke chapter 6, verse 36. Well, verse uh, 35 says to love your enemies and do good and lend, hoping for nothing in return. For your reward is great, and you will will be sons of the Most High, and he who is kind to the unthankful and evil. Therefore, be merciful, just as your Father also is merciful, just as he has shown mercy unto you. We are to show mercy unto others. Whoa. And he showed mercy unto us. He forgave us of all our sins, didn't he? Yes, regardless of what we were in, regardless of what we're doing, he showed mercy unto us. Then it says in verse 37, Judge not, and you shall not be judged. Condemn not, and you shall not be condemned. Forgive, and you will be forgiven. In other words, show mercy unto others. Don't judge them. 
Don't condemn them. Forgive them. That is hard for some people to do. But when you're so full of the Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit can flow through you to be able to not judge, not condemn, but forgive. Then it says in verse 38, Give, and it shall be given unto you. Good measure, pressed down, shaken together, and running over, will be put, will, will be put into your bosom, for with the same measure that you use, it will be measured back to you. We use that all the time for money, but it's really in the context of showing love to others, showing mercy unto others, judging not, condemning not, and forgiving. When we do that, when we give that kind of mercy unto others, it will come back to us overflowing in abundance. Hallelujah. So do you want mercy in your life? Go show it. Go show mercy. And you'll be happy because that mercy will come back to you in your life and you will be overflowing. Oh, happy are you when you show mercy. Woo! Woo! Praise be to God. That is tremendous. God is a blessed God. He is a blessing unto us. He wants us to be happy. And we're not going to be happy if we hold everything in, condemning people, not forgiving them. But when we show mercy, we're going to be happy. We're going to give it out, and we're going to receive it from our Heavenly Father. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. Whoa, what else is there? That's enough for me right there. But there's more. Yes. Verse 8. Happy are the pure in heart, for they shall see God. Pure in heart. Pure in heart. What in the world does that mean? Pure? What is that? Undefiled, without blemish, clean. In other words, there's nothing in you that stands in the way of you seeing God. Do you have sin in your life? Are you tied up and, and, and stressed out in something? If you got that sin in your life, it's blocking you from seeing God. It hinders your sight. It's like uh, putting on blinders and they're going to, I can only see but so much. But if I, if I have everything clean in my heart, I can see. I can see totally what God wants for me. I can see totally what God has for me. That's when I'll be happy when I'm pure in heart. Ask the Holy Spirit to cleanse your heart. Ask him to get anything out of you that would stand in the way of you seeing God. Because when you see God, I guarantee that you'll be happy. <laughs> happy are the pure in heart, for they shall see God. Whoa. Mm. So let's, let's, let's see what we got thus far. Happy are those who are poor in spirit. That's for those who are hum humble and totally dependent on God. 
surrender completely to him and trust only in him. Happy are those who mourn, for those who uh, wait on God are crying out to the Lord. Wait on him, then you'll find what you desire. Uh, happy are those that are meek, those are gentle and flexible to God's will. You claim nothing for yourself, but then everything is given to you. Happy are those who hunger and thirst for Jesus. You'll be filled with everlasting happiness because you'll be overflowing in the power of the Holy Spirit flowing in and through you. Happy are the merciful from your innermost being. Mercy to give, to give unto others, to, to judge not, not condemn, but to forgive them, to love them. You will be you will receive mercy as you give, it will be given back to you. Good measure, pressed down, shaking together, and running over. And when you're pure in heart, you will see God getting everything out of the way that would hinder you from seeing God. Everything that's caught up in your life, we get it out. Now the Holy Spirit to cleanse you. Now, what else? Blessed are the peacemakers, for they shall be called sons of God. Whoa, praise be to God. Blessed are the peacemakers. Yes. I want to be a peacemaker. In other words, I want to bring people to Jesus. I want to bring peace into other people's lives that they can receive Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior. When I do that, that's going to make me happy. That's going to make me happy. You see, that's, God has given us that kind of ministry. Over in 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 17, well, verse 18, chapter 5, verse 18, it says that now all things are of God who has reconciled us to himself through Christ Jesus and has given us the ministry of reconciliation. To bring reconciliation to people, we are becoming peacemakers. Oh, yes, hallelujah. What a happy feeling, what a joy they'll have within inside when you lead someone to Jesus. Or when you help someone to come to know Jesus and grow in him in their lives and you're helping them to guide them and you're being a peacemaker in their life because they need God's peace and you're bringing God's peace to them. Blessed are the peacemakers, for they shall be called sons of God. Hallelujah. Oh, praise be to God. Now, last but not least, Verse 10, blessed are those who are persecuted for righteousness' sake, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Huh? Blessed are the persecuted. Yeah, blessed are those that are being rejected. Blessed are those who are being rejected, for yours is the kingdom of heaven. Turn with me to 1 Peter. 1 Peter chapter 3. 1 Peter chapter 3. 
verses 14 and 17. But even if you should suffer for righteousness, you are blessed. And do not be afraid of the threats, nor be troubled. Bless you. If you suffer for righteousness' sake, then you are happy. Happiness. You'll, you'll be happy because, see, you're walking in God's will and people are rejecting you because of that. Verse 17. For it is better if it is the will of God to suffer for doing good than for doing evil. So you're walking in the will of God. It's better for you to do that than not to, to walk in the will of God. <laughs> I tell you, God has everything happy when the people persecute you because you are obeying God. Yeah, you're going to be rejected. I know what that's like. You're going to be rejected because you are walking and obeying God. So now, are you ready? Are you ready to be happy? Are you ready for God's happiness to come into you? Well, then God says that we are to fear him and honor him. Then walk in his ways and we'll be happy. What are his ways? Well, to be poor in spirit, to humble ourselves, dependent on God, totally trusting in him, to mourn, to wait on the Lord, and he will come through for us, hallelujah. To be meek, gentle, and flexible, and to claim nothing for ourselves, but everything will be given to us. To hunger and thirst for Jesus. When we do that, then he will bring us everlasting happiness by filling us with the Holy Spirit, and we're walking in his presence, hallelujah. To be happy, We'll be merciful to others. Yes, we will not judge. We will not condemn. We will love others. We will show them forgiveness. And when we do that, when we give out that mercy, it will be given back to us, good measure, pressed down, shaken together, and running over. Hallelujah. To be happy is to be pure in heart, to remove everything that's hindering us from seeing God. When we see God, we're happy. To be happy is to be a peacemaker, bringing other people to Jesus, bringing them into his peace. We'll be having that kind of happiness when we have that kind of ministry in our lives. And to be happy, even though we're suffering and obeying Jesus Christ in our life, even though we're doing that, we'll be persecuted will be rejected by other people. Therefore, God says, you're happy. You're happy because you're obeying God. So let me pray for you today. I tell you, God wants happiness in your life. Look at these Beatitudes. Look at what God asked us to do to be happy. Father, I thank you in the name of Jesus that you call us to your happiness. We fear you when we do. We have your happiness in our innermost being. And Father, we ask for your Holy Spirit to help us 
to walk at your will as listed as we, what we call the Beatitudes, to walk in your ways. When we walk in your ways, Father, and obey you, we will be happy because your happiness will be evident in our life, poured out in abundance in us because we're doing what you desire for us to do. Thank you, Father, in Jesus' name for your happiness. Amen and amen. Do 